Armstrong and Getty. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. <laughs> you get you me, because I'm ready to go to heaven. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. <laughs> Live from Studio C. Oh, Senior. I wanted to sound energetic so you know I don't have coronavirus. Oh, boy. Dimly lit room. You put on the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound. And hey, everybody, today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. The Trump virus. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh boy. The strategy has taken shape. The the mission is clear. The Democratic Party has decided that they are going to run on the coronavirus and how Trump has mishandled it. Even though really the CDC is handling it and, and it hasn't been handled much. Right. Quite literally, a week ago, when the administration banned travel from China. And instituted various measures at the airports and borders and everything. They were accused of overreacting, xenophobia, and racism. Now it's underreacting in the space of a week. I have more to say. Such is politics in the modern world. On that topic. But yeah, yeah, it's well, it's at least now it's clear what's going to be happening. I'm more concerned about it being a Chinese weapon, to what extent it might be that. So I read an interesting article yesterday about how the, the the one mostly known by the United States uh, chemical weapons lab, uh, biological weapons lab, rather, uh-huh. that they yeah. have in China is in that Wuhan province. Right. And uh, that's where the coronavirus started. And then you find out, as uh, was a big story yesterday, and we'll be talking about it later, so practically all the drugs we take in the United States are made in China. Yeah. The masks we use are made in China. China. Come on, China. What if China created a bug? Now, I think this one got out accidentally if they did create it. I don't uh-huh. think it's a part of some attack. But what if they had created a bug and uh, they know exactly what medicine we have because they make something like 98% of the medicine we take. Actually manufacture it yeah, there. Yeah. So yeah. What, if they, what if they made medicine? They know exactly what's in all the medicine. They make a virus. They know none of the medicine we get could work on. It's not inconceivable. It's not. I think the accidental release theory is a better one. But, you oh, know, for this, I don't for this know, virus. Yeah, but, for this virus, obviously. Yeah, the oh, coronavirus. Oh, you're looking to the future. Yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah. perhaps deep in some lab right now. Well, yeah, there, there's a number of senators saying, hey, we got to stop doing this because of the potential for the future. They invent a disease. They make the drugs for that disease to, to stop it. Mm. Well, we can't li- uh, the masks to combat the spread. We we can't have that. Yeah. We, now, we come on, China. That's the big difference between China and the Soviet Union. Soviet Union didn't make anything for us. No, no. Everything they made was crap. The reverse is true of China. They make everything, practically everything. The cell phone we've all got in our pocket and all the medicine we're going to take today, for uh-huh. instance. Yeah. The shoes we're wearing, not that that matters really that much. but Yeah, um, that's yeah a I had weird my blood relation. pressure medicine switched out like three, four times because they kept finding, finding trace amounts of uh, some substance that may cause cancer. What a weird relationship we From have. China. We have with the country on the planet Earth that's most set to destroy us. 
yes. Chinese asshole! Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, I will tell you this about the accidental release theory, because I found this just unbelievable. The scientists at that lab, that secret lab, they supplement their meager communist incomes by selling the research animals they use to those wet markets. Why, so you go to the wet bat market to get yourself a little dinner. (laughs) They got more than bats there, Jack. You get yourself some dinner, and they've got some lab rat they've injected with Ebola and the plague just to see how it reacts. I don't think it's mostly rat. But yes, it's it. It could be anything: a, a sheep, a monkey, a, a dog. They'll, wow! They're like me as a nineteen-year-old. They'll freaking eat anything. God, do you have any dogs you haven't injected with Ebola to yeah. test drugs on that I can? Uh... Yeah, but literally, they've had many scientists busted, and it's an open secret that that's what they do. Wow! Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Honey, pick up some bat tenders for the kids too. Some nice bat steaks for us and bat tenders for the kids. Bat wings, that's what I like to eat, eat watching a ball game. Oh, yeah, they're so crispy. <laughs> I like to fish around in that big bucket of gray water for the best bat in there, the one that feels like it's got the most meat on it. Oh, yeah, a nice plump one, right? Oh, wow. <laughs> Let's introduce everybody in the squad because we got to get the clips a week uh, coming up this half hour and mailbag and everything else. Oh, yeah. There's our border operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? Ah, pretty good. I'm trying to decide whether I should get regular massages or not. Uh, not not from the, you know, not places where the vice squad sometimes raise, but legitimate Here's places. the question. Are you a man? Then don't. Oh, well, my God. Listen nothing wrong with it, Michael. No, I'm talking, you know, somebody that, they, they hurt. You know, they, they put their elbows down and they grind into your back. That type sure. Of thing. Michael, strip to the level of your uh, your comfort and I'll get to work on you right now. <laughs> oh, Let me warm my oils. <laughs> put on some Enya. <laughs> Right. No, as I get getting older, you get more aches and pains, and I'm just thinking I have it noticed be, that it might be good for me to you know do the occasional massage. Yeah, I need to schedule myself one. I'm way way overdue for a massage. I'm very tense. Good lord, no wonder China's going to beat us. Self care. All self-care. our men are getting massages. Oh, for God's sake! NFL guys, MMA guys, the hardest hard asses in America get massages. You got to work out the kinks. Mm. You got any kinks? Get them worked out. And maybe some sort of avocado mask. Maybe. Oh, maybe. Oh, boy. Well, maybe. oh, boy. Oh, boy. You ever had an argument undermined? <laughs> it's a bad feeling. There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? I'm doing very well. It was on this day uh, in our history in the year of 1953. That a couple of smart dudes, uh, you know about Watson and Crick? Sure. They, they announced that they had determined the double helix structure of the DNA, the molecule containing the human genes. The old I'm, double helix. I'm I'm told that's a really big thing. I'm not smart enough to know why that's a big thing, but so, I believe that that was a big thing. Well, I probably knew this and learned this in eighth grade. What that changed? What 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 was better the day after we knew that than the day before we knew that? The DNA. Oh, I think it's uh, well. How, what can you relate it to? It was a major breakthrough in just beginning to understand what makes us tick. First of all, the TV show CSI would be not near as interesting without it. Among the developments that followed directly from it were prenatal screenings for disease genes, mm. genetically engineered foods, the ability to identify human remains. Oh, yeah! Wow, there that's an go. interesting one. Before that, you did you had no way to identify human remains and uh, rape kits and that sort of thing as well. Uh, you know, it's it's kind of like uh, gunpowder was related to uh, space travel. I mean, that's it's not that primitive, but 
they were, you know, it was a huge breakthrough. And, that, and then, obviously, people have been standing on the shoulders of those giants and going way further now. And it was this that allowed for the accurate testing of physical evidence in order to convict and or exonerate criminals in, in trial. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. CSI is not nearly as good a TV show without them inventing DNA. Should be called right? Watson and Crick. Yeah, um, they should be getting royalties. Um, I'm Jack Didn't Armstrong. Watson turn out to be a racist or something? Oh, it's inter- he's still alive. Yeah, the PBS show just recently, and uh, well, it depends on whether you believe what what he was saying is racist. But yeah, he's he's out there on that edge of it. Mm, so that is, has made it very complicated. Yeah, uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is Friday, February 28th. Do I understand we got an extra day in February this this year? It's yeah. one of those years we got another day tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Why? That's too many days in February. Make the most of it, my friend. Why they decide to add it to February? Just because you had room? Because a because a May thirty second would sound weird. I I wrote a letter to President Hoover back in the day. That's why. Mm. Dear President Hoover, my birthday is in February, and I know there's an extra day. Would you attach it to February because it's so short? Signed, Joey. Back I do in know, 1931, I sent that letter. I do know one person whose birthday is uh, actually on a leap day. Mm, they were I, born on a leap day, so they only really have their birthday every four years. My brother is. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a right. leaper. There you go. Never met your brother. Uh, we are Armstrong and Getting. We approve of this program. So we're still at one. Okay, let's begin the show officially now, according to FCC rules regularly. Here we go. What at Mark? There's a lot of money out there. We just eliminated a few tax loopholes. We give racehorses right off more than we do a lot of things. Oh, boy. South Carolina primary is tomorrow, and I don't know. Are people expecting Biden to win, I guess? I don't know. Yeah, there are a couple of polls out that show him uh, strongly in the lead. Yeah. Maybe kind of a see. nice send-off for the old man. They're <laughs> send-off. Mm. Well, uh, yeah. his life in politics. Will oh, be he over. actually wins a, a state's primary. Yeah, and he, First get, time ever. and he gets to give the full-on, we're going to go on and win, and the crowd cheers and gets to do that once because he's never done it in three times of running. Right. It, it's going nowhere. It, it's the He's put everything into one tiny state. So and, I busted uh, my neck. Anyway, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's it's great. It's It's good. I'm trying to decide what to leave in, what to leave out, because we have some... Uh, really interesting uh, whistleblowery secret stuff. Oh, cool! We got. Um, we'll, we'll we'll hit you with that at some point during the show. Obviously, some more coronavirus news, among other things, and clips of the week are next on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Two quick things for my trip to the lunchroom. One, I just saw the ad for Arby's new fish sandwich. So I will be having one of those. I am intrigued. That's going to be part of my weekend. Which is fish or chicken? I don't know. It's one of those white meats. (laughs) And um, also, who leaves like a third of a can of open Sprite in the refrigerator? Well, what is that? A woman. Wow, with all those rando foods in there and people in and out of there, and you just got to just sitting there open. Do you yeah. go in there every now and then, take a swig off of it, or yes, no, oh. not flat enough. Got to come back later, <laughs> and not mixed with enough yeah. other flavors and didn't, people touching it for my didn't taste. Pick up quite enough of that baloney flavor. <laughs> Better put it in. Yeah, I became aware that my wife ah. has done that. Uh, she doesn't want a whole can. Well, I, I she'll get, just come back later when it's flat. And at, and, at home is one thing, though. Yeah, like the, I hear the, you. The open can of pop in the community fridge, which is I disgusting. Mm-hmm. 
mailbag coming up in a moment or two. Right now, though, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Besides, as soon as he had something to gain from apologizing, he did. And he did it like a man, begrudgingly and once. Some of these people got to do what's right for the party and get out of this thing. I can't be as wild as Carville, but he is damn smart, and I think he's damn right on this one. You know, when Fidel Castro came into office, you know what he did? He had a massive literacy program. Is that a bad thing? China is an authoritarian country, but can anyone deny that they have taken more people out of extreme poverty than any country in history? Why the nominee of the Democratic Party is telling people to look at the bright side of the Castro regime. Look, no, let's they, look at the fact oh check. Can I respond Doing to the Doing nothing is what will happen. Senator Sanders, you're allowed to quick respond. Do they hurt my Uncle I'm Dick in the deer stand? Joe Biden is like, it's like his head is like a file cabinet drawer, but there are no file folders. And they all told me the exact same thing. The cops and the homeless, 90% are using meth on a regular basis. But are you a capitalist? No, I'm not a capitalist. Do I believe that the profit motive is fundamental to human nature? The answer is no. This replaces the old way of making a house smell like McDonald's getting divorced. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I'd forgotten the debate was this week. That seems like it was a month ago. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And the voting in Nevada and voting in South Carolina tomorrow. No more debates, though. That's that's the end for the debate. That's the good news, yeah, folks. No it's kidding. over. A long national nightmare <laughs> is over until the, uh, the, the one-on-one. Whichever hairball the Democratic Party coughs up to run against Trump will be on stage against the orange one and be in a battle royale. Bernard Sanders. <laughs> now that I'm looking forward to. And on the topic of uh, Castro and whatnot, Tucker with a rant last night. Why are we talking about Castro? Why aren't we talking about this? We'll get to that coming up in a little bit, because it's a pretty good point. Okie dokie. Mailbag. Here's your freedom-loving quote of the day. Is it a freedom-loving quote of the day? It, it sort of is. It's from Friedrich Nietzsche. Nietzsche. How do we feel about Nietzsche around here? As a person or a name? I don't know. Here's his quote. <clears throat> Beware that when fighting monsters, you yourself do not become a monster. For when you gaze long into the abyss, the abyss gazes also into you. What? You know, that's just a a different form of one of my favorite sayings. That a lot of people think they can dance with the devil, but when you dance with the devil, the devil doesn't change. He changes you. Keep it in mind. Every time I try to get into philosophy, I get uh, flummoxed. That's about as deep as I go. Philosophy is a smile on a dog, or whatever. What? <laughs> when people song from the eighties said. When people throw out a philosopher, and I just I just nod along knowing. Mm. I just yeah. I mean, of course, you know the people who believe in Hegelism. You know, that's a whole different question. No, uh, okay. You know, whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jack Kant. Keep up with the discussion. Hey, yeah, good one. I get it. See, I like that sort of thing. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Puns, plays on words. I like that. And I tried like crazy. I tried like crazy to get into that stuff because oh, I, I thought as a smart guy, I really needed to. I have multiple times. Well, and, and a lot of it I got, but I just didn't care. And I couldn't make myself care. 
Right. It becomes circular real quick. Yeah, it does. Well, and I don't know. It's just, it seems like such an intellectual exercise. I have a friend who has a major a master's degree in philosophy and stuff like that, and he started into these conversations, and he was clearly so into it, and I just think, I don't know, maybe it is, maybe it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what if you're right? Yeah, who exactly. cares? I got bills to pay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, let's uh, plunge in here. Oh, oh, I just retweeted this. You ought to follow us on the Twitter machine, or maybe we can throw it uh, Facebook's way. But it's a uh, float from the uh, Mardi Gras, beautiful New Orleans. Uh, the Epstein didn't kill himself float. Yes. It's a giant float with Hillary choking the life out of Epstein. Wow. Oh, my God, I guffawed. Wow. What? And it actually was in the parade? Yeah, Paul, thanks for sending they that along. They have no limits to what you yeah. can put in the parade? Uh, sure, I'll show you the video during, uh, wow. during the next break. And, and we'll, we'll post it. At, uh, you should see what you can get with beads there, Jack. I, um, never, I never assumed that Hillary herself choked him out. It's a tiny picture up there, Hanson. We can't really see it. Uh, let's see. Moving along. Uh, Joe's nemesis is the topic of this from uh, Jim. Good to hear Evan Lowe. That's a, a California state legislator who proposed the utterly uh, horrific and stupid bill that says retailers can't separate boys and girls toys and clothes. It's just it's totalitarianism. It's stupid, but it's it's evil. Uh, let's see. Glad to hear Evan Lowe is Joe's new arch nemesis. A few years ago, I wrote back saying, I wrote saying passengers should always be allowed to recline their seats while flying. And, uh, Joe doesn't like it, uh, like it. He can buy a ticket for a seat in the seat in front of him. Joe immediately declares he hates me and I was his arch nemesis. Now I happily pass the mantle of Joe's arch nemesis onto Evan Lowe. Jim, I enjoyed our battles. They were epic. They were bloody. Uh, but you are no longer my arch nemesis. I'll send you the. say yesterday, why should the coronavirus disease be immune to polarizing politics? It shouldn't be, huh? We and never in- let a crisis go to waste. We have to inject politics <laughs> into everything if there's an opportunity to damage anybody or bolster anything or get any money spent in a particular direction around coronavirus. By all means, take advantage of that. Uh, the stock market is down today anywhere between 500 and 800 points. If it ends up in that range, it'll be the worst week since the financial crisis. <laughs> since the big crash that nearly sent the world into a depression. But um, uh, where it's going, uh, you know, who, who the heck knows? Um, I, I am tired of well, Well, first of all, back to the politics thing. Your MSNBCs of the world, they're thrilled to tell you how far down the stock market is because they think it's the only shot at damaging Trump. Right, and they're rooting for a bigger outbreak and more deaths, no doubt. Or certainly at least for the stock market to stay down until November. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the the enthusiasm for it being down versus all the records that have been set over the last couple of years is, right. is pretty, pretty easily noted. A nice um, note here from Brian, oh, beautiful Oakland Hills, California. I'm sure at some point today you'll be talking about the sizable drop in the stock market. I thought it might be fun to point out the markets haven't been this low since October of last year. Yeah, I know. I find that hilarious. Yeah. I saw the the giant record drop yesterday, and the, the article mentioned this is the biggest drop since, whatever it was, February of 2018. Oh, my God, 
I remember February of 2018. Oh, yeah. I was it was horrifying. Eat, eat my companions. <laughs> yes, exactly. I was wearing yeah. rags and begging on the streets. Listen, it's it's a pretty shocking drop in the rest of it. I mean, what? in terms of percentages. But I, I am 100% confidence that, confident that, you know, this thing will run itself out sooner or later. And were then it'll you, bounce right back again. Were you planning on taking everything out of your 401k this afternoon? If you weren't. Then stop talking about it. Yeah, it's stop being so worried about it. It's just it's, mildly interesting. It's just um, it's almost it almost borders on evil. And I see this on Fox and MSNBC, and, and I saw Geraldo Rivera on Fox this morning talking about it. Well, I'll tell you, I am worried about the coronavirus. I know my 401k. I've lost a fortune this week. No, you haven't. That's just a lie. I mean, <laughs> That's it's, funny. it's technically true. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it will be back, and you know it will be back. That's the part that, that, that's the lie and practically evil. You're trying to scare dullards into thinking they've actually lost money this week. Mm. They have not. That's just oh. a lie. So stop saying it. Really good Friday night borders on evil, in my, in my opinion. That's what I got planned for tonight. Yeah, well, it, it'll sort itself out. It'll be fine. I, I was the stock market part. Yeah, I received yeah. a text from a friend who is a liberal, and he he and and his uh, like minded brethren are kind of betting on the coronavirus to ruin Trump because he thinks uh, the press conference the other day was bungled and and Trump came off as is not great. And honestly, it was not a good moment for him. It was, I didn't think it was good when he turned it over to the experts. It was clear, you know. All right, they know what they're talking about, but. Um, so that's what they're counting on between the stock market and the coronavirus. Oh. It is uh, it is uh, a reminder that there, you have no idea what's going to happen oh, over, yeah. over a year. Oh, yeah. Um, the coronavirus could it could bring the stock market down enough. It will go up. As Sean always points down. It goes up and it goes down. It goes down faster than it goes up, but it always goes up and then catches up at some point. It goes up more than it goes down. Yeah, exactly. But it uh, it certainly will hurt the percentages that Trump could brag about um, had the coronavirus not come along in terms of how far up it is. Yeah, although, gosh, it's uh, February. And, and right completely now. out of his control. There's still a lot of time, though, and, and it was due for a correction. It was just inflated. The market was, you know, the correction is called a correction for a reason. It It reflects the fact that the market was going up too high, too fast, and it was more speculation than actually the values of the company's price-to-earnings ratios, the rest of it. Um, so, you know, I'm not shocked at all. I've been waiting for this for a couple of years. And it'll be fine. We'll be fine. About the stock market or the, the market. coronavirus? The coronavirus, I have no idea. But the stock market will be fine sooner or later. So I, I saw an interesting montage. Jesus, I should try to find it. On um, the 2% lethality, lethality rate of the coronavirus, which mm-hmm. is the number they think it is, but it's hard to know because it's in almost all the numbers are coming out of China. Right. And the, they lie about everything because they're communists. Practically all the cases are out of China in the whole world. Um, and, but, but I saw a montage of 2% lethality rate in that 2% of people who get it die. Mm-hmm. That is a horrifyingly high rate, Jim. That's nothing, Jenny. That's the worst we've seen. That's lower than, I mean, it was just back and forth of people saying that's horrifying and it's nothing. Wow. <clears throat> I don't actually know which it is. What is the regular flu? What's the lethality rate of that? It's, I don't even know. it's like a tenth of a percent. It's it's tiny compared to this, right. if if this is correct. And we don't have any idea what it actually is, because in China, if you get it, they, they, they board you up in your house and hope that the media doesn't catch on that you have it, as opposed to make sure you get the proper health care. Oh, and well, that's better than what they do in North Korea. The first uh, COVID-19 case in North Korea has been executed. That's one way to handle it. 
Jeez. Well, well, he won't infect anybody. This will teach you. Infect the Undertaker, maybe. Yeah. In a peri- what appears to be a rather drastic measure to contain the spread of the novel coronavirus, North Korean dictator Kim Jong-un allegedly sanctioned the execution of the first patient testing positive. That is, uh, well, that's an interesting, uh, you know, method. We got more coronavirus stuff coming up a little bit later. This one business conference in Singapore from early in the year that is that is really what spread it around the world. Um, it's interesting how in an interconnected world where people travel the way they do, that that can happen now. Oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. Go ahead. Did but you more on that later? Oh, what's what's that tape we're gonna play from uh, Tucker? So people uh, made a big deal out, including us, of Tuck of uh, of Bernie praising Fidel Castro and oh, talking yeah. about China. Yeah. How about his current policies that he wants to enact in the United States? Tucker talking about that coming up. Ah, uh, yeah, we'll play that for you in seconds. First, a note from our. Fabulous sponsor, Simply Safe. They want to help you protect your home without waiting weeks for some tech from a company to do a messy installation that costs you a small fortune. Simply Safe is everything you need in a home security system, award-winning protection, two-time winner of CNET's Editor's Choice Award. Yeah, if you're under the impression that to have a home security system you got to spend a ton of money, uh, no, only fifty cents a day. No contracts with Simply Safe because a lot of these places you're locked in for a year or more. There's nothing you can do about it if you don't like it, and anyone can do it. You can install it in thirty minutes, maybe an hour. Yeah, you literally install it. I've done this. It's easy. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard your inside, and and there are cameras and doorbell uh, alerts uh, for outside your home. It's easy. It's affordable. It's simply safe. Spelled with an I at the end. Isn't that wacky? Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong to get a free get free shipping and a sixty day risk free trial. Just go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. That's simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. I don't know Joe's feelings today, but for some reason I have a, a low appetite for a lot of the Democratic presidential race on this Friday. Oh, but um, yeah. oh, 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 by wow. the way, fake news, fake news. According to a listener, John, there are Democratic debates scheduled for March 15th and April date to be determined. So you're, it's over as fake news. How dare you do this to us? Or John's wrong and you're right. No, MSNBC themselves said there's no... Uh, no agreed-upon debates to come, and likely won't be anymore. Hmm, John, John, John. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> but uh, I, I, do, I, I did think this was interesting from Tucker Carlson last night. So you know what's way worse than anything he's ever said about Fidel Castro? His belief, his argument that anyone on the planet who sneaks into the United States should get free health care and free college tuition. That's the case he's making. So here's the obvious question. What would that do to our medical system and our universities? How long before they collapsed? Not long. These are some of the best things in our country. This is what we brag about. Gone. How would we pay for all of this, by the way? And if it's such a great idea, why is no other nation considering doing it? Why has no other nation ever done this? Bernie has been amazingly consistent since he was like five years old on the whole, the richer are making it miserable for all of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've, I've read now a number of accounts from people who knew him over the years. He's been amazingly consistent on everything except for one thing. He's flipped completely on the immigration thing. 180 which, degrees. Which is too bad because his original position, position was absolutely right. And man, I'll tell you what, if he had his original position on immigration and all this other stuff, 
I would think he's got a decent chance to beat Trump. Now, not on the Democratic side, though. But but you could well, yeah, you couldn't get the nomination, right? But he, he like become... Cesar Chavez said, illegal immigration drives down the wages of the working class in America, and you need to limit immigration in a sensible way. Imagine that. I think you could become president with that argument. Yes, uh, getting the nomination would be tough. But he's currently running on, and we can play the clips. I mean, he he says it on a regular basis. He's running on. Free health care for everybody, including illegals, and he makes that, I mean, he stipulates that. It's not like maybe he means that or no. And by the way, that includes all undocumented, as far as I know, uh, human rights, illegals are humans also. Of course, right. he says undocumented, not illegals. No right. human being is illegal. So any, anybody in the country gets free health care, and everybody in the country gets a free college education. Bernard Sanders. You're a loser. Just by virtue of you somehow getting your hind end onto the territory of the United States by hook, crook, legally or Ill- illegally. So illegals get free health care and free college tuition. Can He's you- actually going to run on that. If, if I'm Donald Trump, I just stand up on stage. Bernie, I'm just going to ask you a question. If you're president... Illegals get free health care and free college tuition. That's absolutely right. I'm done. <laughs> I really think it would be, that's how simple it would be. Well, as part of his stump speech now, he repeats it all the time. There's no way that's a winning position. I tell you what, I, there would be, there could be hundreds of millions of people who bum rush the border or come in through Canada or, 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 you know, I don't know. They, they, they fly into Mexico, then charter a boat to take them to somewhere on the central coast of California. They will rush into the United States, having planted their feet on our soil. They will then demand their free college education. And if they didn't, they're idiots. And if their parents didn't drag them here, they'd be fools. Well, that's something. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see how that plays out. And like I said, my appetite for this sort of thing is not that great today. My appetite for like the new fish or chicken sandwich from Arby's is pretty high. They don't know if it's fish or chicken? I don't or know they if it's both. fish or chicken. Oh, you just saw a picture of it. I saw the ad, and they said uh. either fish or chicken. I'm more of a visual guy. They said it's either fish or chicken, (laughs) or or you think they either said it's fish (laughs) or chicken. I mean, because if Arby's doesn't know, I'm not eating it. How are you going to order the sandwich? I'd like to eat either the fish or the chicken. (laughs) You've got a new sandwich. I've seen the ads, and it's not beef. I'd like the either fish or chicken sandwich that you're (laughs) Which which either one you have? What, are they getting their supplies from those Chinese wet markets? No, that's not fair to Arby's. It might be Pangolin. They're advertising a delicious-looking sandwich. I just don't remember if they said fish or chicken. (laughs) And you can't tell by looking at a fast-food sandwich what it is. Not really, no. (laughs) Well, you might be able to tell by the, uh, the, the, the portrayal of it in a commercial. But when you get it, you sure as hell can't tell, you know? <laughs> oh, hey, this was pretty on TV. It's not pretty in my hand. Speaking of a, a giant warning about U.S. obesity. Do you want to hear that on a Friday? Maybe not. No. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Would you rather hear it on Monday? Honest to goodness. Would you rather that happen on a Monday yes. after a weekend of overeating? Yes. Oh, I'll set it aside then. Excellent. I have an insider account of the drug manufacturing process in China. Yes. Enlightenment. Information. Next. Armstrong and Getty. Squirrels in attic instead of find strangers living in his home. That would be, a, be disconcerting. That's a, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> 
Really? That clip is underrated. It really is. Oh, spe- oh, wow. Speaking of underrated clips, ladies and gentlemen, a very exciting uh, edition of uh, Colorful Hick Theater coming up. Oh, cool. Yeah, Michelangelo has gathered this up for us. Uh, outstanding. I'm thinking maybe at the beginning of next hour. Uh, if you don't get the next hour of the Armstrong and Getty Show, please grab the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com. Americans continue to avoid Corona beer amid the coronavirus oh, outbreak. stop it. It's true. And you get me the list of the names of those people, and they don't get to vote ever again. <laughs> no kidding. Ever for life. Banned for well, life. Well, certainly I shouldn't hear their results of a poll told to me about anything. 75% of people think gun rights, blah, or abortion rights, blah, or Bernie right. Sanders should. Right. No, you're the person who wouldn't drink Corona when the coronavirus was out about. So yeah. what you think about any other issue is not important to me. And Twitter's got to take down your account. Yeah. You know? Well, nobody needs to well, Nobody needs to hear from you. Oh, speaking of podcasts, just very briefly, uh, the uh, the brand new Armstrong and Getty and Friends Book Club podcast discussing the book Tribe by Sebastian Younger is up at armstrongandgetty.com. It includes a bitter, bitter disagreement between myself and Tim the lawyer. Uh, our, our friendship is over. Do you think you'll ever be on speaking terms again? I doubt it. I don't know why I would speak to a, a person of such low moral character and, 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 and stupidity. Um, but uh, listen to the podcast if you dare. And I promise to jam in before we go to break <laughs> after Joe's saying the best news I've heard about the coronavirus uh, yet. Oh, it was okay. in the Wall Street Journal today. Great. Uh, we got this note from uh, Duke who says, I work for, a, this is on the topic of drugs being manufactured in China. And I don't think it, it contradicts our point, but it's interesting. Pretty uh, much all drugs are made in China. Who knew? Including yeah. the ones you would need to fight the coronavirus. I work for a Swiss drug manufacturer in China. Our site is located in southern China. It's owned solely by our company. There are many more owned by Western companies, but manufacture in China. Uh, There are only a few large Chinese-owned companies making our drugs. Well, we were talking about the manufacturing. We know that the the drugs and stuff are are designed and uh, owned by American companies and international companies. But anyway, the, the developer companies know far better what they are making than the Chinese companies do. The developer companies send them a recipe. They make the drug. The actual drug product for humans is often made outside China. Well, I happen to know that's not true on a lot of uh, on like one of the two prescription drugs I take. It's manufactured in China. But that, that Duke, that does not preclude, well, I think his next paragraph does. Uh, Maybe I'll just read it. There's a release of the drug that is supervised by the Western developer before it is ever given to a human anywhere. If the drug doesn't meet specifications, the manufacturer doesn't get paid. So they have to deliver exactly what they are told to make or they don't get paid. Now, the Chinese government, I'm sure, is, is thinking as hard as they can how to get around that and how to screw us if, you know, if it ever comes to, uh, to true ugliness. But we appreciate the info. So, uh, best news I've heard about the coronavirus, Wall Street Journal out with a good issue today, uh, kind of a whole bunch of FAQs about the coronavirus and all that sort of stuff. Um, and I was going to run through some of them during the show today, but the one that I like the most is that, for whatever reason, it seems to be less serious for children, especially compared to every other kind of flu and disease that usually sweeps the world. It usually kills the old and the young. 
It seems to be um, less serious in children. They seem to get a vir- uh, a milder version of it, or it's milder for them. Interesting. And uh, it is not. There are no deaths of children under the age of nine reported anywhere in the world. This Thank time. God. That's, yeah, that's fabulous. Oh, you know, absolutely. I was thinking during the last segment. Um, I would like to know more about the the fatalities. You know, China just you can't trust anything China says. But mm-hmm. is it mostly eighty year olds? I know the first two fatalities in Japan were eighty plus. And while I don't want our beloved uh, oldsters to succumb to this, you know, it is a little reassuring if it's one of those, well, as opposed to a super pandemic of history that just kills everybody. If it's an eighty-five-year-old in China who is get, who's getting no health care previous to the disease and little after, other than having their door nailed shut so yeah. they don't come out, so yeah. no, that doesn't reflect much on the lethality rate of it. Right, right, indeed. Uh, you are, if you won't drink a Corona beer, <laughs> oh, send them to me. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You are so dumb. I mean, where do you, where do you even start with a person? Well, like I would like a list of those phone numbers and email addresses, too, because I'm going to bilk them of their monies. All right, exactly. I'm, I'm going to uh, that's the, inflict a victim. A vic- I'm going to make them my victims. That's what you do. You call people up and say, are you drinking less Corona beer because of the coronavirus? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I wouldn't touch and it. And can I have your Social Security number? Yes. <laughs> For purposes of verification, I'll need your bank account numbers. <laughs> right. Oh, okay, I'll get Get him. Give me a second. <laughs> it's the same crowd. Exactly. I'll just wait. All right. And uh, one zero dash three. Thank you very much for participating in this poll. This particular poll said thirty eight percent of regular Corona drinkers are or will not drink Corona beer. Stop it. That's what I said. I no. Mean, I don't. It could be BS. Stop it. Although I got to admit that if I'm if, if that's a beer that I now and then would drink, but I also drink this. It just I don't know, I just don't need that word in my face. Oh my god, you're on the list. <laughs> you are so on the list. Give me your bank account numbers, fool. Armstrong and Getty.